Hello, this is Open-Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off-limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, it's Callie. Welcome back to a new episode of Open Ended. If you are a returning listener and if you're not, hey, thanks so much for finding the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so for today's episode, I we're going to be talking about cancel culture, which I am super, I really like talking about this topic because it can be so controversial and I think it is so applicable to um, today. And I personally think that it's just a really interesting topic um so yeah if you want to if you want to hear my thoughts on cancel culture and just all of that stuff then yeah keep listening um so yeah cancel culture at least from if you don't kind of know what it is I feel like most people know what it is but if you don't know what it is it's basically um if someone does something that's not necessarily right like they post something that can be derogatory or discriminatory or they say a slur or they do something, but then it's on social media again, and it's not right morally or ethically, then they usually get canceled. And if they're in the public eye, um, then they typically, like, you lose their job. If they're, like, a social media influencer, then they lose, like, their sponsorships. They basically almost lose their platform and kind of fade away. They don't really have a steady sense of income now but cancel culture is that happening repeatedly repeatedly so if somebody does something that's really bad it just keeps happening to more and more people as information comes out um so yes cancel culture at least for me where I see it is more it's a good thing but it's also it's terrible like it sucks um on one hand I think it's good because it kind of it kind of reinforces that idea of people being need to be held accountable for what they do and like they need to you know become responsible for their actions and kind of it's it's really making being accountable an important goal for a lot of people which I think is really good because accountability is so so important um but on the other hand I think cancel culture is it's kind of, it's very strict, and I think it almost brings about, like, fear in people, and I think that a fear of posting certain things, like, they're going to have, they're going to, like, lose their friends, or they're going to no longer have a platform, a steady source of income, so I think it almost hinders people from doing certain things. Um, like, yes, it's it's an okay system, but it generally, generally is not because it, it's just, it sucks. People are getting canceled for things that it's a he said, she said situation specifically on social media. Um, if you who are listening know about the Sienna, I think Gomez is her name and Jack Wright whole sexual assault thing. Her warning was sexual assault, by the way. Um, if you're uncomfortable with that topic, then please stop listening, um, or at least don't listen to this portion of the podcast. Anyway, basically, I'll give like a little rundown for it. Um, so I guess Sienna was accused of sexually assaulting Jack Wright. 
Um, and it kind of became a whole thing. She started to be canceled a little bit and people started to hate her because they genuinely thought that she was being sexually assaulted. But it didn't come from Jack himself that said that. It came from his brother and I believe one of his really good friends. And there's more evidence coming out. Not even really evidence. Again, it's a he said, she said situation. Um, and yeah, it just she is um, defending herself in the best way she can. Um, and it's very much the way that she did it and the way that she was kind of putting back, pushing it back against being canceled because she was being canceled for what she did. But even though there wasn't, there was evidence, there also wasn't evidence that she would do that. Um, as more people came out with kind of like anecdotes about what she supposedly did anyway, that's not super important. But she came back and kind of was like, hey, I didn't do this. She's defending herself. The actual, she posted a series of like 14 different videos, 14 or 15 different videos on her TikTok kind of showing like, hey, I'm innocent. But for a lot of people came across as very aggressive. And I think that now, especially with cancel culture, it almost promotes a little bit of aggression and a little bit of not narcissism, but something along that line because I think in a lot of ways cancel culture goes too far like yes it's good to hold people accountable but it's also terrible because it goes to the extreme and cancels people who if they've learned from their mistakes and they're generally um, and genuinely pushing towards change and kind of improving themselves in the process I think that's a good thing but a lot of times people automatically just in a matter of minutes, lose their job, especially the ones that work on social media, which it's a kind of a bummer because if they've, if it has happened a long time ago, they're still, and they've improved themselves and like, okay, this is wrong. I was a child when that happened or a young adult who didn't know better, but now I'm an adult and I know better and I've changed. Then I shouldn't really be canceled for this because I made a mistake and this, you could put out a statement and say, Hey, I've learned from this. Um, I know there are a few select older YouTubers and people like that who have really gone through that, but I think that's where social media a lot of times goes too far because it cancels people who, yes, they did something wrong and they should hold themselves accountable for that and should take responsibility and own up to it, but that doesn't mean they should lose their platform for it because they've actively moved on. At least that's my two cents. If you disagree, then that's okay. Um... But yeah, I think that's kind of cancel culture as a whole. Just, I think in a lot of ways, it almost hinders people from really allowing themselves to create change and either reform their business or just become better humans. Um, And I think that's ultimately what we always want. I think a lot of times cancel culture goes, it divides people in the sense that you think people can change or you don't think people can change. Um, and of course, if you, you probably picked up on this, but yeah, I do think people can change and I think they can become better people in the process through time. Um, but I think a lot of times cancel culture goes on the other end. It's like, no, people do not change. They will continue to act like this way. So they shouldn't have a platform in the first place. Um, well, yes, maybe that was a smart idea that they shouldn't have a platform in the first place when they do things like that. I think in, on one hand, I think cancel culture if people generally are in gen- genuinely are trying to 
make their platform better and not be as derogatory, then I think that that's okay. I mean, honestly, I've never been in this situation where my whole group or population or I'm in a group population has been largely discriminated against um, online and I've by a certain person. So I don't really have that connection there. So I'm acknowledging that and I'm saying like, you know what, I'm not a person... I'm not Latinx or I'm not black or I'm not Indian or I'm not Vietnamese or Chinese or Japanese. I'm not in that sense of I'm not a racial minority or not a minority, but either person of color. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like I've never been in that situation, but if you have anything to add to that, I would for sure love to hear it. Um, yeah, I think as long as people are actively trying to change and kind of remedy their mistakes, I think that that's a good idea. But what cancel culture does, and I know I said this like a minute ago, I think it goes too far in the sense that this person gets canceled, but they're trying to make it better and they're trying to remedy it. I guess that brings up the question, should they still have their platform? I think in a lot of ways, yes, they should. If they've work, worked hard to have their platform and they've continued to make content and they continue to make it better, then yeah, because their platform shows and demonstrates all of their hard work that they've done to kind of market themselves and kind of make themselves more successful. Um, but I think in a lot of ways people shouldn't have their platform if they do something repeatedly and it's derogatory and they continue to make mistakes and they know that they're making mistakes. Then I think that Maybe they should or other people should rethink the way that they follow them because if they continue to make mistakes over the same issue and they know they're making the mistakes, I think that's where cancel culture does a really good, not a good job at that, but a decent job at that. Um, I, at least from where my perspective is, if they have made the same mistake like once or twice, you know, they're okay, it was a common mistake. They've learned from it, but if they keep doing it and they haven't learned from those mistakes and they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing, then maybe cancel culture, cancel, cancel culture should come in and be kind of just like push them to become more obsolete. I mean, maybe that could be a little bit harsh, but that's at least kind of how I say it because if you're not learning from the mistakes that you're making, then you probably don't want to remedy the mistakes or improve the situation. But I don't know. Um, I think that just, it's a tricky situation with cancel culture because it can be so, in a lot of ways, I think it can be beneficial because it's kind of making social media better. But I think in a lot of ways, it also kind of brings up toxicity and it, um, it very much kind of creates this toxic environment where everyone, everyone needs to think the same and everyone needs to act the same and people need to know how to act well. But yes, it's good for people to, you know, be polite, be nice, kind of not be rude, be basically be open and encourage diversity and encourage people to be not discriminatory, but open towards different people and encouraging and welcoming and um, and just be nicer and better people. But I think that cancel culture doesn't really, isn't welcoming at all because it pushes sometimes people who have alternate views, which from their perspective, I think in a lot of ways, um, 
um, I think that if there is a dissenting opinion or one that not a lot of people are agree with, but some people agree with, and they're kind of pushed out, made obsolete by this larger number of people who believe in a certain thing. I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea because I think for beca- for being a good society, we need to have diverse thought and opinions. And yes, though the other people that we may not agree with might not have the right or correct or morally good opinions, but I think that their emotions and feelings around a topic are still valid and we can educate them as much as we can to become better people and say, hey, maybe you should think about it a different way. Um, I think that that's ultimately all we can do for them to change and because change comes with, with from within. I've definitely realized that over the years is that change comes from within and I think that cancel culture in a lot of ways does not promote change in the sense that it kind of doesn't really give people an opportunity to change or reform their business or make things better. And I know I just said this, but I really don't think it does. I mean, I think that in a lot of ways, I know I've said in a lot of ways multiple times, but cancel culture, it's, it's this we it's often regarded as this great system that helps people become more accountable and makes everything on social media or politics or what have you just better and higher quality and people are nicer and ethically everyone aligns and morally everyone aligns with each other um theologically I don't even know if that's a word but with their ideas and thoughts and emotions but I think in a lot of ways cancel culture not in a lot of ways, but cancel culture also does not support a lot of diversity of thought. And it kind of, while it pushes for the morally right idea to be supreme and kind of trump all, which in a lot of ways is good, it doesn't acknowledge the other side and allows people to kind of debate that idea. And I think that debating certain ideas is how you promote change because people will see the morally right or the morally good side as it goes on. And they'll be like, hmm, this is actually a better thing than that situation and it can create rapid change because people can realize kind of what they're doing. And polarization is oftentimes never good, but when we can encourage more debates and diverse talks and actually a conversation, not as ultimately, it's it's immeasurable. It's conversation and debating is so so important and I think that when we encourage um, a, a culture that is very debating topics and not everybody has the same idea and totally cancels the other group or the group that maybe thinks differently I think that I personally think that that's great because that's how real change happens because people will at the end of the day see what's morally right. I truly believe that. People will see, you know what, that's not okay. I realize that now from this conversation, I'll change my mind. Because people can change their minds. We all know this. They can change their opinions like that. We've all seen them where, maybe this isn't the best example, but politically, people have gone from being a Democrat or Republican or vice versa very quickly through education. Even if people think differently about climate change, while it's not necessarily a political issue, they can go from 
yeah, I don't think, I don't believe in climate change. I don't think it's really all there, but then they read more about it. They learn more about it and it's great. It's cause they, and then they believe that, oh yeah, climate change is actually happening. I need to work towards not have, have it happen as quickly. And I think that when cancel culture moves in, let's say that group of people that thinks climate change isn't real, it divides people much more than it brings people together to converse about the topic. Because ultimately, people are always going to disagree with you. I just think that that's a part of life. And you can have the best conversation ever, but sometimes they just don't change their mind. And that's okay. If we get enough people to to realize and that are maybe not even in the conversation or maybe not even in the debate if we can get more people to realize like oh yeah that is actually the right thing to do or the better thing to do that pushes more towards change whatever that may be I think that that's a great thing because there's always going to be divisions and polarizations but the more we can kind of encourage conversation and help people see what's morally right from our side and kind of being able to argue being able to conduct an argument effectively to where people can actually see the legitimately the legitimacy and validity of an argument I think is so important um because I again I truly believe that people will see what is good and what is ethically right in the long run um so I think from where cancel culture is, I think that elements of it are good, but also elements of it are terrible. Um, and also, too, I think in that conversation, we can kind of, like in cancel culture, keep having people hold accountability and continue to have that responsibility. We can still have that perfectly well. We can still maintain that. But I think that kind of taking those good at parts of cancel culture and not canceling people because they did something wrong, but starting conversation and saying, you know, what you did was wrong and it wasn't right will help. And I think it'll just create great change. Um, Whatever you think about climate or not climate change, cancel culture, whether you think it's a good thing or whether you don't think it's a good thing. I think most of us can see or can say that there are a lot of select things or there are a few select things that we all agree on that are morally right and that are morally wrong. Um, and I think that by kind of getting those ideas together and kind of working them into a conversation and saying, you know what, if we think this is morally right, then why can't we think this is also morally right? Then I think that that's wonderful. Um, I know I've been kind of talking for a while, but I just, if you couldn't tell, I am more so against cancel culture um because it again like I said it perpetuates fear and fear for people speaking out and saying their opinions which I think that a lot of people's opinions whether you agree with them or not are valid and they can be said it doesn't make them right a lot of the times but I think that people deserve to kind of have their voice because again that's I think what's part of either like democracy as a whole is allowing people to say, you know, you can voice your opinions without feeling psychologically attacked or you're attacked online because you think differently and people bully you and harass you online, which I think is a lot 
an aspect of cancel culture too is people are getting attacked online for just offering their opinion and yes that opinion may be terrible and it may be like wow that is really discriminatory and just that is horrible but at the end of the day they're allowed to have their opinions and we can educate them the most that we can like if somebody says like a racial slur online and say you know what you really shouldn't say that and here's why that can they can and they can do with that information what they want like say you know what that's not true I'm gonna keep saying it at that point we can't more we can't change that person because we can do everything we need but ultimately it's up for the person to see if they want to change and I think that's where cancel culture has almost taken that out of the equation where we're not going to let you change we're we're, it's cancel culture is a lot of we're not going to let this person or this organization change we're just going to do the changing for them or we're just going to instigate this because they're not choosing to do something or we're not going to let them do something because it's ultimately going to be a negative aspect. Um, and a lot of times climate change, not climate change, why do I keep saying climate change? Anyway, um, cancel culture, I think thrives off of negativity and kind of that polarizations, which I personally don't think is a good thing. I think if you can be as positive as you can be and try to kind of speak positivity and like kind of be a little bit more optimistic and not feed into negativity and kind of talk negatively and talk about things like that and have that of get cancel cultures connected to. I think the world and you and people altogether or people individually will just be in a better place because truly I do think that a lot of cancel culture messes with your mind and your mental health in ways that you wouldn't even think of. Yes, there it happens to you, and you if it happens to you and you're canceled, then yes, of course, that'll mentally take a toll. But I think that if even there are observers, that it's not necessarily they are the, the victim or the um, person doing the action, I think this still affects you because it changes your perception of a certain idea or a certain action. Um, and I think that can affect almost your whole moral code. And your view of ethics. Because it says, okay, what this person was cancelled for saying this. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Or this person was cancelled because of this. Maybe I shouldn't do this thing. Which, yes, maybe they shouldn't have said or done that thing. But I think that they already did it. The damage is done. But we, what we can do is try to say, you know what? You can improve from your mistake. Or we can help you be a better person and learn from this and learn through education and kind of be like, you know what, what I did or said wasn't right. And you can improve as a person because improvement is key. And I know there are probably some people listening to it and like, no, improvement is terrible. Like people will never change. They'll always stay the same. They'll always have a polarized idea. Like it's not a good thing. But I think in a lot of ways people can change. We see it all the time. Now, if you're somebody like, let's say, and trigger warning here, but if you're a sex offender or you do some, or you're a stalker or something where it's part of your personality or it's part of who you are, can you necessarily change? I don't know if you can necessarily change because if it's so ingrained in your brain to participate in those activities, I don't know if it is. It's tricky. It's so tricky with cancel culture because... 
and how to deal with it because there are some people that it's just ingrained in them so deeply that they're that they're never going to change and they're never going to see what they're doing is wrong. And even if they're put in jail and they're said, you know, this isn't right, I think it's really difficult for people to change. Um, but I think on the other hand, if they, if one person a select number of times, like once or twice says a certain slur and they're like, you know what, I really shouldn't have said that, I won't say it again, I'll be okay. I think it's totally... It's totally valid for them to still have their platform or at least still be able to be heard and be valid in society and in what they're doing because they've learned from their mistakes and they've moved on and they've kind of like, you know what, what I did wasn't right. And I don't know if that's always true with people who it's been such a long extended period of their life and, do, and, do, and them doing heinous actions or taking heinous actions. I think it is really, really difficult to try to change them. I mean, from my perspective, I don't know if change is possible in those types of people because I think it's so psychologically ingrained in their mind. Um, And I think cancel culture in some of those ways is good because it's kind of getting away from... um, normalizing certain behaviors that aren't necessarily good or morally correct and it's kind of saying you know what those people that are sex offenders or going through sexual abuse or are sexual abusers or people that are not good not they're not good people they're not not good people but um they've made mistakes and they've made horrible mistakes that induces trauma um And I think that in a lot of ways, those types of people won't change. And that's okay because there are systems set up so they will be shielded away and won't corrupt any more people or won't traumatically affect any more people. Um, But yeah, I just, it's cancel culture is such a layered issue and it happens all around us so much, especially, especially, especially in politics and issues over social justice. And I think that that's why we've seen more cancel culture, especially in the last few years, because social justice issues have become more on the forefront for just issues in general. They're more being talked about and popularized. Like there's everything in BLM a year ago pretty much and just with the climate strikes and more people and have been advocating for abortion rights and all those things very social justice issues they think that it's given cancel culture a way to thrive which you can think what you want about that but those issues are so important and they are debates over them are very important um i think that that's what we need to focus on instead of saying like you know what, you're wrong, let's move on, you're canceled. I think we need to be like, you know what, I see your point, but actually, this is how it works. It's because being able to argue, argument be, or be argumentative with other people or just in general, I think that being able to conduct an argument effectively is so, so important. I think that that's where cancel culture is does not... Um, encourage that which is not in my opinion is not necessarily a good thing but again you can think what you want about that because 
like I've said throughout this podcast, you can't really change people's opinions unless they want to change. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy this podcast episode. I thought it was pretty good, even though I talked about some of my beliefs um, in belief systems, not belief systems, but it was definitely a little more on the controversial side. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, If I offended you or I did anything that was politically incorrect, I am so, so sorry. I genuinely, my goal is to not offend people on this podcast. I really genuinely do not want to do that. But if I did, I am so, so sorry. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this week's episode and I will see you all next week if you come back, which I hope you all do. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Okay. I hope you have a great day, week, night, month, year, and I will see you all next week. Okay, bye-bye.